Alright, welcome ladies and gentlemen to the first official episode of the Talking Broad Street Podcast. I'm your host, Danny G. I'm here with Freddie G, my father. And one topic we've been talking about for a while is the greatest Flyers team of all time. Now, I'm going to turn it to you, Fred. What? What's the? Who's the great? Which team's the greatest Flyers team of all time? Well, everybody would say the '70 Flyers because they won a couple of Stanley Cup. But in my opinion, it was the '87 Flyers. They had a bunch of no names, a rookie goaltender that took the greatest team of all times to Game Seven, and we're talking about Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, Grand Fuhrer, and so on. You had guys like Rick Tockett. You had guys like Ron Hexall, who was a rookie goaltender, who even won MVP of the losing team, and you don't hear that much. Okay? We had the greatest team. And to go to Game 7 with a team like that, when J.J. Daniels from the point, everybody knows J.J. Daniels from the point, baby. That's when Gene Hart says, Buckle your seatbelts, folks. We're going to game seven. And this is a, a team that had a bunch of no names on it. Nobody know there's no Hall of Fames on that team. You had Dave Poulin. You had, you know what I mean? You had Peter Zezel. Anybody remember them guys? You had Rick Tockett. All the ladies love Rick Tockett. But again, they had heart. They hard heart. You had a great coach with Mike Keenan. Mike Keenan. He was tough on them guys. But to take that team to the game seven is unbelievable. And no, and a lot of people don't remember it. Just because you don't win the Stanley Cup don't mean you ain't a great team. So I would like to say, my opinion, the greatest team of all time in the Philadelphia Flyers is the 87 Philadelphia Flyers. So so for you, it was more the pride and the energy the team brought to the game rather than the Stanley Cup. Yes, because they never counted themselves out. That was a team that you knew would never count themselves out. And if you watched that team, you knew it wasn't over until they told you it was over. Now, you know, one team that, you know, I I think of that as a younger, you know, Philly fan, as a younger Philly fan, I like to think of um, the, the 2017 Eagles. They had heart. They had pride. And just like you're explaining to me, the 87 Flyers, I, I think that this Eagles team is very comparable. The The Super Bowl winning Eagles team is very comparable because, you know, they, even though they, they lost guys, they lost big guys, they lost Wentz, their, their franchise quarterback, they lost them, and they brought in a backup quarterback, Nicky Foles. Well, you, I agree with you there, but we're going to say this, it's all about coaching. And you had Mike Keenan. A hell of a coach of the Flyers. They could take a team like that against the greatest team of all times. And you had Dougie P, again, who's an Eagles coach. He could take a team like that when he had problems. Instead of folding, he continued on. He adjusted. And that's what Mike Keenan did. Mike Keenan had rookies. Mike Keenan had a rookie goaltender. Like I said, who won the MVP of the losing team. When, how many times did you see that? You know how many times you've seen that? The Flyers did it twice. Well, I want to I want to talk about that, that coach situation you brought up. Um, you know, even though 
Doug Peterson, you know, he gets the spotlight. I don't think it was all him. I don't think it was all him. I think you you have other people on that coaching staff like Frank Reich. I think Frank Reich is one of the main reasons that Eagles team was able to go that far. I like to disagree like because to disagree? I like to say that Dougie P learned what not to do from Andy Reid. Because Andy Reid, we should have won four Super Bowls and we won none with him because he didn't know when to run the ball, when to pass the ball. If you think of it, Dougie P learned from him what not to do. Well, I like to say Frank Reich was a genius offensive-minded OC. I think he's the re- he he's one of the main reasons that you know the the Eagles brought out some of those plays in the playoffs. The way that offense performed in the playoffs is unbelievable. With a backup quarterback, I feel like Frank Reich has you got to give some credit to Frank Reich for coaching up Nick Foles and preparing him for a playoffs on short notice like that. Well, first thing, it's not a backup quarterback because he used to be a starter for the Eagles. Second thing is, second thing is the guy broke records when, when he wasn't as a quarterback, he threw like five touchdowns. One time he's in all of fame. So where you get off with this bullshit, I'm going to tell you right now, Dougie P had the balls to make these calls where Andy Reid didn't at the time. I remember the Tampa Bay game. We had a running back running all over Tampa, running all over. And he still considers, let me pass on this game. And Carolina, when we're in a divisional playoff game, in a championship game, NFC championship game, Deuce Staley was knocking off five yards of pop, five yards of pop. What happened? Our quarterback goes down, and then a rookie quarterback comes in. And instead of running the ball when, you know, Deuce Staley's getting five yards a pop, he passes it and throws an interception. So don't tell me about Andy Reid and all this. Dougie P learned. Dougie P learned from him. I don't think I was talking about Andy Reid. I think I was talking about Frank Reich. You know who that is, right? Yeah, I knew who Frank Wright. He was offensive coordinator. But what I'm saying is Dougie P learned from Andy Reid's mistakes to win us the Super Bowl. Thank God I'm still alive to see it because a lot of people died then didn't see a Super Bowl. Well, you know, uh, I think we can agree that that Eagles time that Eagles team brought great uh great pride. You know, they they showed up when they needed to show up. Don't get me wrong. They were a team of destiny. When you lose players like that and other players that – when you lose a, a, a quarterback, an MVP quarterback, and other guys let, step let, in, let me I agree you. is 100%. But you need a head coach that could just because we went through this before. You had a hell of a head coach. Everybody didn't like when Dougie P came here. Everybody hated when Dougie P came here. But – Dougie P showed you what he is. Dougie P, again, we'll give him five years. And after that, Dougie P got to go if he don't win us another one. Well, let me ask you this. You know, you're, you're all about giving Doug Peterson all the credit here. But let's talk about the Eagles' offensive numbers after Frank Reich left. After Frank Reich left, what does that offense look like? Has that offense looked the same at all? Well, you got to remember, you lost two running backs, okay? 
You had a rookie uh, running back come in. You, 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 you lost three. Well, uh, let's get this. You lost three running backs, Clemens, Blunt, and Ajay. So you lost all three of them. Then you lost your receivers. So don't tell me what you got. Dougie P went to the playoffs with a squad. It's unbelievable. I couldn't go to playoffs with that squad. Well, you know, you you brought up the wide receivers. Um, You know, all those wide receivers had a crazy amount of drops. What do you mean they lost receivers? They had a terrible. Well, didn't you didn't you lose your uh, Jackson? Didn't you lose Jefferson? I'm talking about the transition from the Super Bowl year. And after that, again, you lost a lot of players then, and Dougie P still got you to But you player. lost the offensive Didn't he go to the second round? Let, let's say this. If Brooks don't go down against the Saints, the Eagles are going back to the Super Bowl. No. If the Eagles don't run that play before the two-minute warning, I think we're still in the in the playoffs, and we beat the Rams. We I go di- back to I got to disagree again. What do you mean you disagree? How are you All gonna- I'm saying is, when Brooks went down, you didn't score another point. Let me say this again. We were up 14 nothing in that game. 14 nothing, And we were driving again for now. Zach Ertz dropped the ball. So, and Zach then Ertz Bro- didn't drop a ball? Nick Foles threw an interception. Yeah. But if you remember, before that, Zach Ertz, he had him wide open. And Zach Ertz dropped it. So let me say this again. If you look at it, when Brooks went down, he had no protection. Again, this is all what I said. If Brooks stayed in that game, just like I said in the Super Bowl, the biggest play in that Super Bowl was the fourth down to Zach Ertz because if he don't make that first down, you're giving Tom Brady the ball back with the lead. Again, Dougie P made the calls, and they came out right. He learned his lesson not to listen to Andy Reid. Well, yeah, we can we can definitely agree that Andy Reid would not have went for it on those fourth downs. He would not have brought out the Philly special, the most famous, the most famous Eagles play of all time. But I want to go back to something you said earlier. You said uh, about Brandon Brooks going down in the playoffs. Well, we're coming across the Eagles are coming across this problem again. Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles. What what's this season going to look like, in well, your opinion? Again. If they don't get somebody to take that spot, and that's somebody who uh, will put somebody in there, everybody takes a spot. That's a big spot to fill in because he's an all-pro, and you see what he does. If he's out, how good the Eagles are. I like to know the record of the Eagles when he's out. I love to know because they ain't that good with him out of it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you look at the possible fill-ins. You got Matt Pryor, who played in the end of last season. He uh, he had he had, he was pretty good in the in run blocking, but that was late season. I mean, I I don't know what the future of the line holds. You could bring in Peters and move him to guard. I if that's a possibility, you could do that. But um, you know this this Brandon Brooks loss is definitely going to be a, a toll on the Eagles' season. Absolutely, I agree with you on that one because finally you agree with me on something. When the wide receivers you got who all have speed, and I love the draft. Everybody says they don't like the draft. Speed kills, baby, and you have to have time because I don't care how fast they are. If you have an offensive lineman like Brooks who's out and you don't have the time, you're not getting it to him. And Wentz, 
this will see his year. If we can get somebody to take Brooks's spot, hopefully the Eagles can make some magic. If we have a year, if we have a year, because the way this Corona stuff is going on, we don't even know if we'll have a year. Well, yeah, that that's interesting to see how, uh, you know, Roger Goodell will handle this situation with the virus. But, um, you know, the, with the whole draft, you said, you know, speed kills. I agree. I agree that, that we nailed the draft at the wide receiver position. I would have I would have rather had, you know, traded up to get CeeDee Lamb rather than Jalen Rager. I think CeeDee Lamb is a more complete receiver. Um, but, you know, Rager showed some, some very good flashes at TCU. Um, but I, I think – the, where the Eagles went wrong, and most most fans would agree here, that Jalen Hurts pick. What, what was what was Howie thinking there? Well, I like I like what Howie was thinking because I'm one of them. I like what he's doing. He's going to do what the Saints did, and he's going to do what Kansas City did. So he got a mix of both teams. Not only that, unbelievable. Everybody loved Hill, right? What Hill did? You you, you think this other guy can't do that? Come on. So we even got speed, what Kansas City has, and we got what New Orleans has. So combine that together, nobody's touching us. Now, now people don't talk about our defense, you know, but our offense is going to be okay. I think you I, know I, we got we got we got a good running back. We got a great quarterback. We got raw receivers with speed. We got the greatest tight ends. We got two of the best tight ends of all times. You're going to see this. So that we're going to have to worry about Brooks is a big thing we got to worry about. I don't think, um, the, you know, the defense, you know, took a took a major step this year with the off offseason acquisitions that Howie put together. You know, trading for Darius Slay was huge. That secondary has been terrible over the past couple of years. That's what killed us in the playoffs. Well, it's not just the defensive backs. You got you, you got. Defensive ends and Bennett. Well, defensive ends. Yeah, well, you got Bennett. He needs to step it up. He was the first round back. Come on, step it up a notch. Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like Derek Barnett does definitely need to prove himself. Um, well, how long are you gonna let him prove himself? How many years is this? What do we, you know, you can go to the job and it takes three years to prove yourself. Where's this job at? Because I want to go. You got six months, and then you get you get you either out or in. I'd like to know where you're going to get three years to prove yourself. Is it, you know, this is unbelievable. You know, you come out of there from Tennessee and you broke you broke Reggie White's record and all of a sudden you're better than Reggie. Come on. There was only one great defense and the Eagles had. It was Reggie White. Okay? Don't act like you're Reggie White. Just act 25% of Reggie White and you'll be great. Yeah, I, um, you know, I don't. I don't think you can compare Derek Barnett to Reggie White. Reggie White was. Yeah. I didn't compare him to Reggie White. I just said if I, he I would be twenty five percent of Reggie White, I, I know. he would be great. No, I know what you said, but I'm just. I'm just. You know, reinst- reinforcing. You know what facts you brought to the table. Um, but yeah, no. I going back to the defense this year. The off season acquisitions are. You know, are going to improve our team very greatly on the defensive side of the ball, which has been, you know, the suit going back to the Super Bowl year, the defense is what held it down. All right. Well, you're saying that right now. Do you trust the coach of the defense? 
James Schwartz? Yeah. I think I do. I do trust him. One thing. Well, I have watched a lot of games with you, and you have said, what the hell is he doing? See. What is that protection, like 20 yards off and shit? Come on, man. Just go for the quarterback. You know what I mean? You got your talent. Bring it. If you let me uh, speak, I was going to get to that point. You know, one thing I don't one thing I don't agree with on his uh, philosophy on defense is that prevent defense. There's no way that on third and twenty we should be protecting the sticks. That gives you okay a little quick slant to the to a fast receiver or a little screen to a fast receiver who can get downfield easily and beat that prevent defense. But I I do trust Jim Schwartz this year because. Look at what he's had in the past. He hasn't had much to deal with. That sec- that prevent defense, I think he's had to do because of how terrible this secondary is. This secondary can't be trusted to play up on well, third and 15. I, I would say what you, would you say with the secondary. It's all about the pass rush. It's, it's all not about, about the No, pass it's all about if that, you have a good pass rush, you don't need a guy to we cover. We had a good pass rush. You, who did you have? You had Fletcher Cox. You had Brandon Graham. Fletcher you, Cox in the beginning of the year didn't do nothing. What do you mean he didn't do anything? He's getting double teamed. Of course he's not going to do anything. He opens right. up opportunities for the Let rest me tell of the you line. something. I've been around and I seen Reggie uh, White. He I, had I, three I, guys on him and you couldn't stop him. Okay, but this no. Fletcher Cox with the money he's getting, don't tell me he can't get to the quarterback. Can can we talk about how long ago Reggie White was? It doesn't matter. If you could pay that much money, you should be able to do it. I'm not going to give you a lot of money if you can't do the job. Well, Fletcher Cox has been doing his job. When? When it's Fletcher Cock, would I say, yeah, I would say he's the best player ever, ever I've seen. I can't say that. I can't well, say that. can say that. I can say that about Reggie White. Okay, but Reggie White, and first of all, Reggie White was a defensive end, and Fletcher Cox is a defensive tackle. So, I mean, I think you, you see Fletcher Cox's game in – Okay. In the run game, you see his his run stopping abilities. Okay, I, I'll say this. Okay, you're going to say he's defensive tackle. I'll say the greatest of all time was Jerome Brown. Okay, and you're going to tell me that Fletcher Cox is Jerome Brown because I'm going to tell because I, I you know when let me tell you a Brown. story. Tell me a story. When Jerome Brown was drafted by the Eagles, Bill Parcells called up Phil Sims and says, "Oh my God." The Eagles drafted Jerome Brown. Look out. Okay? What does that mean? What are you trying to tell me? He was a hell of a player. I didn't like Jerome Brown. When Jerome Brown was with Miami, because I'm a Penn State fan, I didn't like him. But when he came to the Eagles, he was the best, baby. He was the best. So you talk about all these guys and all that. He was the best. You know, Fletcher Cox and all that. No, he ain't showed me nothing yet. He hasn't showed you anything, but he's regarded as one of the best defensive tackles in the league right now. You know when you have that is when you make a big play. So Has well, Fletcher Cox not made a good play, a great play? I, I can remember countless times where there, there were instances where Fletcher Cox is guarding screens. When we were against the Saints, where was Fletcher Cox? Hurt. When the playoff game. He was hurt. Oh, yeah, okay. And then he came back in the game. He was hurt again. Like what can, what I can said, you do about that? Like I said, 
if you are a great player, you make the plays. Well, how can you make the plays if you're hurt? So he says. <laughs> so he says. Well, So again, I'll say this. Show me what you are and show me if you're a great player. When I need you, you'll be out there. Just like the Flyers with J.J. Daniels. Does anybody know who J.J. Daniels is until I told you right now? Or Peter Zezel? Or Rick Tockett? Or Ron Hexel? You, you guys don't know them guys. If you watch the greatest team of the Flyers, that was the team. Also with the Eagles, you remember Reggie White. You remember these guys. You remember you remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. You remember Blunt. You know? You remember Clemens. These are guys who took it up a notch. Okay? So Fletcher Cox, you know, I'll say that. He's getting paid the big money, baby. Show me what you got, baby. Okay, you know who else is getting big, getting uh, paid the big money? Carson Wentz. But he, is he, has he proved himself to you? Well, Carson Wentz, I want to say this. He was the MVP before he went down. And he got us where we should be when he went. And, he, you know, he would have been MVP if he didn't get hurt. And everybody gave up on him. And then with this medical staff that the cheap bastards had to go with after they won the Super Bowl, didn't even know he had a broken bone in his back. So the guy played with a broken bone. That's hard. That's hard right there. And how many games has he missed? You look at the stats. He didn't miss that many games. Yeah, he, he hasn't missed as many games as you think he missed. He missed three games after he went down with the torn ACL. He missed a few he missed a few games when he, he broke the he had the broken bone in his back. And um, you know, the most recent injury was the concussion from yeah. the cheap shot from Clemson. And here, here's another thing. If that was Buddy Ryan's team and 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 Wentz got a hit like that, they would have killed him. They would have killed him. And that team, that you know, that team, they let that guy go when he hit a quarterback like that, undefensive, and then they don't call a penalty. Yeah, Come that, on, like that. that Watch was- the film. Watch the film. Yeah, you know, was- you let your quarterback. Let me tell you something. I don't know what. Dougie P was thinking because he, after he won the Super Bowl, he lost a lot of his thoughts. He lost a lot of get-go. Why wasn't Sudfed put in that game? Because if Sudfed was put in that game, did you see the open run that uh, the quarterback would can rarely run? McCown. McCown was running. Sudfed would have scored. I would have scored. And I'm 58 years old. I think, uh, going back to that game, I was thinking they should have put in Greg Ward. Greg Ward, he he played quarterback in college. I would have rather had him in the I agree. I agree. This is the second time I agree with you. Plus one points for agreeing, finally, again. Um, But, you know, Greg Greg Ward, I feel like, would have been perfect in that situation. McCown... Well, I, I said that Studfed, why we why is he still around then? Why is Studfed still around if we because, don't play? Do you remember the, the playoff game? Well, not the playoff game. He played the last game because uh, Nick Foles got hurt against Washington. The guy threw a touchdown. Why is he not in the game? Well, I Come mean, on, Dougie P. What I, are you doing? Feel, Call me, Dougie P. I feel like 
feel like I would have rather had McCown in than Subfeld. Subfeld is, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's proven enough. I. I, I know Doug Peterson loves Sudfeld, but well, how do you prove yourself when this guy? We never had him on our team, and he came in. This was his first year on our team. But this is his what? 18? How long Sudfeld been here? Three years, maybe okay. four now. He, he's been four years into the league. McCown's been eighteen years into the league. Yo, somebody call in here because somebody got to agree with me. Somebody should agree with you because I don't. I don't agree with you. I would have rather had McCown in than Subfeld, but then next after that, I would have rather had Greg Ward. I mean, let me ask people out there. And the- if Subfeld was in that game, did the Eagles win it? No. I believe so because do you remember the run when he had it wide open and he can't even run? Subfub would have made the first down. Maybe it uh, it would have been a touchdown. I I don't even know if Subfub would have made the decision to run. Nobody knows his decision-making ability. We haven't seen him play quarterback except against third stringers against Dallas when we rested up for the playoffs. Again, he well, then why is he around? Then why is he still because here? Because Doug Peterson loves him. Okay. I don't know why. If he loves him, then why wasn't he in the game? I have no idea why. Uh, because because I McC- have to disagree. Well, yeah. McCown's the backup quarterback. Well, McCann's an old man. You had to have a young guy in it. I don't. If I would have lost the game with him, I would understand it. But to lose it with that old man, I didn't like it. Well, I mean, McCown's an old man. You got a lot of old quarterbacks in the league. Listen, I would. He won the Super Bowl again. I love him. He won the Super Bowl for us. We never won one, but now he's getting back to that idiotic stuff, and you've seen it in the playoffs. You've seen it in the regular season. You know what I think you're proving here? My point about Frank Reich. No, I'm not you saying are. about Frank Reich. I, I just not. said he's getting the same way. He's getting, uh, what can you say? That word, uh, he's getting to be an idiot. Well, I mean, I feel like that happened right after the Super Bowl win, correct? That's correct because okay. well, what I'm that, saying is, is he lucked correct. out in the play get to the playoffs. He lucked out against you know everything else. You know who but didn't he, luck out? Frank well, Reich. Frank well, Reich well, was well, a major. First player. thing is how many Super Bowls Frank Reich won? He won one with us. After that, he didn't do nothing. Okay, and Doug Peterson, uh, what has he done after? Oh, Doug Peterson needs to get the back the way Dougie P is. You know, I think one what I'm eight, saying is right now Dougie P needs to get back the way he is, and he's not. He was the way he is with Frank Reich. No, it's not about Frank Reich. What do you he, mean it's not about Frank he's Reich? He's the head coach. He makes the decision. Good for him, but All Frank right. Reich has a, was a major help during that Super Bowl run. No. Yes. It was Howie and Dougie Howie. P because they got the running backs that we needed. You need big backs. We ain't got them. We ain't got them. Okay. Now, who, who, what he did, let's see what. No, okay. All's kidding aside. We're going to see what he does this season. I like to draft. I think we're going to kill him. I think the Eagles are going to win another Super Bowl this year. If only Dougie P goes back to when he won it before. Don't cry, Dougie. I know you got it in you. Just make the call. Don't be scared. If you're scared, get a dog. Yeah, I uh, I hope you know, this year we go back to that 2017 kind of team. I feel like we have the ability to. Um, you know, I feel like this team has a lot of potential. Um, so we'll see where this season takes us. If we have a season, like you said, um, 
that'll be something to keep your eye on. But uh, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Talking Broad Street podcast. I hope you enjoyed me and my dad having a good old debate about football um, and hockey. But, um, you know, we, we definitely got into some good football talking points. So, you know, tune in next time for some more heated debates about Philly sports, about all sports, and hope we can see you guys next time.